When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply news and i i think we should begin the show with some good news uh did you know i saw this um kids first fund i follow the kids first fund from his time here obviously in a great organization and they continue to do great things i saw where the kids first fund posted uh a, a, it started with some a&m fan after they beat alabama what was that final 41 38 so, yeah it was the three-point game yeah. i think it was 41 to 38 um and so uh, the bottom line is somebody donated at one point um, somebody donated forty-one thousand three hundred eighty dollars. Holy cow! In honor of the forty-one thirty-eight score. Well, it caught on, and all these people began donating. Not forty-one thousand, although there's plenty of oil people there to do that. But you know, it'd be like they would, you know, four thousand one hundred thirty-eight dollars, forty-one dollars thirty-eight cents, right, which right, is right. a great donation in and its own right. Correct, yeah. correct. But people, some de- some denomination of that. That's what they were doing, and they were they were using that, and it it's. In just this week, they raised over $107,000. That's awesome. It was awesome. And good it made me job. Smile. Good you, job, you people. cultish Aggie people. No. Put it to good use. No, they did a good job. It's like Bill's Mafia, you know, when they donate. Well, like, oh, All right, yep, yep. y'all are a little nuts. You are very nuts. But, yeah. you know, if Andy Dalton helps you with a big win, you donate a bunch of money to his charity. Yeah. So good for you. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. People helping people is a very good thing. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Just, just not how I planned on starting the show, but I just thought about it, and it was very cool uh, because you went organized. <laughs> Dose. It's amazing how one word can change an opener. Oh boy, organized. Yeah. That was, that was Society. Good. This is what happens when we're not organized. Uh, so, like I always say, <laughs> you've never said what you're you've about never to say said it. ever. Countdown three, two, one. You've never said that. Uh, Redemption Thursday wagers were harder to, harder to come by today. I, I I woke up conflicted. I was I was struggling. Boy, we post those suckers for the quickness. Before I ever say it, a game, it's just wham, there it is. If you're on the War Chant TV feed, you get a sneak peek. That's what you get, a sneak peek. Uh, actually, just fun to say. Uh, also, I it does make me smile every time I see the Metro Deli. And uh, I don't see why not, guy. Makes me laugh. Oh, these are picks. I don't see why not. Let me make them. Not, yeah. Know? And then I like, there's my face picking up the cash from the ATM. You guys did a great job with this thing. Thanks to Metro Deli, who sponsors Redemption Thursday. They're the best. MetroDeliTally.com. If you want to look at the menu. Uh, you were there eating today. I was. I had my breakfast today. I hadn't been there in a couple of weeks, and I felt dirty inside because I like to go there for breakfast at least once a week. Yeah. Yeah. Help support those that support us and uh, do business with those who do business with us. Um, also, we're friends with them. Here's the deal. So went with the picks. Uh, I, I, you know, I've been I've had a winner every week. They don't win on the field, but they cover like clockwork. Here we go. Here are the picks. Let's get them started. Let's get this rolling. Nebraska minus four and a half against Minnesota. I've been picking Nebraska uh, time and again, and so I'm going to continue to do this here. I'll go Nebraska minus four and a half. Uh, I took Texas A&M to roll this Mizzou team uh, minus nine and a half. Missouri is a special kind of bad on defense. It really is hard to watch. Um, It's really, really kind of ugly. and actually, I did capitalize, didn't I? Capitalize oh, a couple of teams I didn't, I guess. People were wondering if I 
properly capitalized the home teams did. Matthew put it in wrong. He probably did. <laughs> uh, Purdue, uh, Mizzou's defense is the reason for that pick. Purdue uh, at Iowa, under 44. Two teams play good defense. Iowa plays a special brand of defense. Uh, I'll just take the under 44 there. Western Kentucky and Old Dominion. Tom, if you were paying attention yesterday, oh, I imagine we're going to get a siren for this one because it's Western Kentucky and Old Dominion. Oh, we got a new one. I can feel it all the way down. <laughs> well done. We're heading to the list. Yeah, that's the. I didn't know GIFs worked on the feed. That's Neither a, did I, but they all do. Right. All right. It's that's a, a bold game day. changer. Yeah. Western Kentucky, Old Dominion, over 66. And if you were paying attention yesterday, you know exactly why I did that uh, with the pick today, right? I gave you the 5 and 0 to the over, Western Kentucky this year. Uh, Texas Tech minus 16 and a half against Kansas. Kansas hasn't covered a game yet this year that I'm aware of. Give me Texas Tech. Basically, this is a bet against Kansas every week type of thing. I'm going to take Stanford on the road to beat Washington State. Uh, wait, wait a second. I know that's a Power 5 game, but Texas Tech-Kansas, it does qualify as a siren-worthy game. That's absurd. Well, Who's paying attention to Texas Tech-Kansas? You are. Well, you got to pay attention more to the gift that is Kansas uh, because that is the biggest thing. It could have been any team on the other side there, <laughs> but this week it's Texas Could have been ITT Tech? Yeah, it could have been. I mean, the Kansas is a special kind of bad. And then uh, I took Stanford, gave two to Washington State. Kansas State, Iowa State, two defenses uh, that uh, will hit you. I actually kind of like watching these teams play the game just because they're rugged throwbacks. They both want to run the ball. They both play good defense. So that uh, moved me towards the under for the game, under 51 and a half there. So I'm going to do under 51 and a half. We're at the time of year where Vegas has a lot of teams figured out. And when you get to that time of year, a lot of times I like to play totals. As opposed to, because you can count, you know, your buddy, you can find out about the wind. You can mm -hmm, find out, you know, right. 25 yep. mile per hour wind. Okay. Both teams play good defense. Uh, the spread, not so much. The total, let's go under here. Let's go with yeah. the defense. He's yeah. one for one on the season so far. Yeah. Uh, does he got weather in Philadelphia tonight? What are we? Oh, uh, I'll check it. I'll check it. Uh, it's going to be important. Uh, so, anyhow, I did Kansas State, Iowa State under 51 and a half. And then I got three NFL games this week. I actually like the card in the NFL this week more than I do the college game, which is pretty rare. But I took the Bucks tonight, giving six and a half against the Eagles. Just not in love with that Eagles secondary. And I do love the weapons that the Bucks have, even with Gronk out. And I also don't worry as much this year for the letdown road games, primetime games. The Bucks weren't good in those games last year. Uh, but they also spent the vast majority of the year trying to figure out who the hell they were. And once they figured it out, obviously, like, for example, the road game last year against the uh, Bears that they lost, where Brady forgot the down situation. I mean, that team clearly was nowhere close to what they would become. They are a fully realized group. Now we know who they are and they light it up most days and they're mature enough with a guy like Brady at quarterback to go and play a good football game tonight. We'll, we'll, we'll see, but I like him. I'll give it's less than a touchdown. I thought if that number comes out and it's anything less than seven, I'm going to take it. The weather will not impact a thing tonight. It's going to be perfect in Philadelphia in the upper sixties, low seventies, no wind, no precipitation, there is an orange game on the card, though, this weekend. I don't know. You want to know about it now? Or, sure. Let's throw uh, it out there to our listeners. It's Arizona-Cleveland. In Cleveland, winds around 15 to 20 miles an hour, sustained with stronger gusts. Cleveland's so that, favored in that game, by the way. All right. Kind of surprised by See that. See what that total is. Yeah. Uh, I have to look at that number as well. 
and then there's Green Bay minus four and a half against the Bears. I think it's too much for Justin Fields this early in that rivalry game. Give me Green Bay there. And then I'll take Kansas City to get right on the road. What happened to this Washington defense? Where have they gone? Oh, they're terrible. They over 31 points a game. They were the best. At the end of the year last year, you could argue they were the best defense in football, not named Tampa Bay. They were fantastic. I don't know what happened to that team. So I'm done waiting. I'm just going to take Kansas City to go on the road and get healthy and, and get right and win this game by more than a touchdown uh, or by more than a six and a half, anyhow. Uh, yeah. So I see this, uh, Will. Not, listen, they're not going to get every game right. It, 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 is, it, it is played by humans. Um, but uh, by and large, the card you'll see tightens up a little bit because Vegas has a better understanding of who teams are and what they trended towards. So here's what's interesting I'm looking up advanced metrics on the Washington football team and their defense. And their pass rush is still ranked second in football. Second best. Mm. But if you look at their coverage, they're in the bottom five league-wide. So well, you could get the ball out early against them, and you're going to be throwing to wide-open spaces, apparently. That's I also what the scout think it skews the coverage. I mean, it skews the uh, sack numbers because teams decide to line up and throw it every play because they know they can. So they get more opportunities. Yeah, the company that the Washington football team keeps in terms of coverage is the following. Detroit, Jacksonville, Indy and the Bears. Mm. That's where they are right now. That'll hurt your feelings there, buddy. Uh, I saw, what was the number, the top five offenses in the NFL um, estimated points added. Uh, the Bucks were top five, but uh, it was, it, it. the Chiefs were second is the reason I bring it up. And that tells you just how bad their defense has been because the, the predicament they find themselves in with the record at this point, they've had the number two rated offense and expected points added to this year uh, behind the chargers who are just phenomenal. And, uh, you know, that's just, it's interesting. The bucks were there. I, I think they were five. Uh, Dallas was just ahead of Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Dallas was yeah, four. week one. win actually looks that's better a, and better. As time goes on. Yeah, it really does. It, it, the more you go back and look at that, the more you're like, okay, all right, that's a big ass win. That was huge. Bucks played well. Dallas has looked great. Might need that for a breaker later in the season. We don't know. Yeah. Dallas has looked really good and actually they've been enjoyable to watch. Uh, I mean, when you watch the style of play, uh, is, is rather enjoyable. I don't know if you did this or not, but I did. Um, I saw where, uh, you know, I, I sat down and I saw warchant.com. I saw the headlines, AJ Duffy amped up about future of FSU football and recruiting. So Michael Langston wrote a story a couple hours ago. It's there. You can find it. That's what I do the most of, although the Knowles have injected life into the current season somewhat surprisingly, by getting healthy and going out and playing a really good game. Um, so now you're in, you're locked back in. Now it's a bye week, obviously, but you're locked back in for the actual games on Saturdays. But I had skewed towards just constantly focusing on that recruiting class and who we were going to get because obviously you got to raise the floor around here and you got to find some depth. Florida State doesn't have a lot of depth. So Anytime one of those guys that's on that list say that they're still locked in and, and, and moreover, they say they're locked in and excited, well, now there you go. Then I get excited. That's what I'm talking about. So good to see A.J. Duffy uh, amped up about the future of Florida State football. Well, I can give you a little behind the scenes on that particular piece, too, because on Tuesday afternoon, we were going through uh, the content schedule for the bye week and into next week, and a lot of the guys are putting out a lot of stuff. I, I feel kind of lame. Uh, but Michael said that, listen, I can get Duffy to, to talk to me pretty quickly because he's excited about 
talking about Florida State. Yeah. So this turned that around in less than a couple of days, and he had the interview necessary to get it done. That I like that. Sometimes, sometimes recruits that are going to come here and are all Noel anyway, they don't mm. want to talk to you. But if somebody says, oh, please, can I talk about Florida State football? And they happen to be the quarterback, the headliner quarterback of the next class. That's some behind-the-scenes stuff that you want to hear, which is, yes, please, where can I talk about Florida State more? Where can I talk about my excitement level to be in Tallahassee more? I love that, man. Get that, that out there, man. That's right. Get get me the cornerstone guys of this class, the Travis Hunters of the world, Duffy's of the world, those guys. Get them talking about how excited they are to be coming here still at this juncture of the season. Yes, more of that. Um, I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, and And I think that whole dynamic has shifted now. Because I want to see how much more it may be the answer is very little. But you're just scratching the surface. You're barely you're barely on page two of the playbook right now offensively. They have found something that Jordan Travis has gotten very comfortable with now that he's healthier. And he's doing a good job of all the read option stuff. And that is very important because it allows him to take advantage of a dynamic skill set athletically. It also opens up the passing game down the field. We only threw 13 times last week, 11 of 13. At one point, he completed 11 straight passes. But you notice all those big plays down the field are open because of the threat of his legs. And they were also one half of the field reads. So he's not having to read the whole field, although he did have a couple of those. And that's where I got excited because I said, all right, well, if we're getting healthier up front and Jordan's getting more comfortable uh, playing the position of quarterback, not, not by name, but by playing the position of quarterback, what might we see in addition to what they've already now repped enough to look proficient? Are we now going to see added elements? Because the answer has to be yes. They want that. They've desperately wanted that. It's why they took the flyer they did on McKenzie Milton, hoping that they could have a drop-back pass game because that is a big part of what Norvell can do. I do like that his offense is very malleable. They, they kind of look at personnel and then figure, all right, well, we'll emphasize this aspect of our offense. But he wants to certainly add more. We're very one-dimensional right now, and if you play certain teams, you can get shut down with that. So now that Jordan hit a couple of crossers, stayed in the pocket a few times, also very comfortable, um, you know, with the read. So if that if that happens, you know, you have this bye week. You got UMass next week. What more in the way of wrinkles are we going to see added to this offense this year? It may be you don't have the personnel. You might not have the receivers to do much more than what you have right now. And 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 I, that's fine. At least you've settled in on an identity. But I, I am curious to see what else is added. And and why did I bring that up in relation to recruiting? Well. You know, the thought a couple weeks ago was, well, you're just going to have to start A.J. Duffy next year as a true freshman and take your lumps because we really don't have guys that can play uh, at, at, at a high level at that position right now. Well, maybe not. Let's slow our roll there. It would be beneficial if Jordan Travis continues to grow and progress in his ability to ascertain more of this offense and to be a multi-read guy and add other parts of the playbook because you would really like, I think, A.J. Duffy to come in and sit. You know, we got to get out of this cycle we're in. We've got to get to a place where we can create talented depth that allows guys to grow and get better in a more reasonable time frame. You don't want to accelerate everybody that comes in here who has a little bit of ability, but that's what we've had to do. Yeah, the big-time programs have an on-field product, and then they almost have the academy. 
for the redshirt season and maybe another season for seasoning to get everybody ready to go. And then you have late bloomers. Uh, you know, one great example in recent Knoll history is LaMarcus Brutus, who nobody thought anything of until he was on the field and he realized how valuable that player was. Well, it's because he was developed for so long. I don't know that if he had played as a true freshman, we would have ever gotten to the place where he would have been as reliable by the time his career was over. The one thing I'd say about Jordan Travis, though, is they may look like they're presenting new wrinkles and they're calling the same plays. Because the reason yeah. I'll say that is if you listen to both Norvell and Dillingham, I don't uh, on Monday, I don't think it was a motivational ploy. They're saying he made some correct choices, but there are more correct choices out there to be made. So that tells me that on a couple of key plays, yeah, hint, he, hint, he, he missed, go back there, there may be a better read, but he made he made a good decision, a correct decision, but there is a better decision to make. And so we might see in the future him make the best possible choice. Looks like we're running something different or running a counterpunch to the play call that happened in Chapel Hill, but it might be the exact same freaking call. Yes, there will be elements of that. I know one play that he absolutely misread and he got poor uh, Corbin crushed. Uh, but, but that, (laughs) I mean, that was most unfortunate, but that said, uh, yeah, he may do that and grade out at a hundred, but clearly they, they, they are running some different plays. I mean, the offense we ran in this last game was not the offense we ran against. Oh, no, I'm talking about moving forward. I'm not, no, yes, that, that, that looked much different. And it looked like that they were in a way conceding, like, you know what, let's, let's play within his skill set and then expand out. It could be that they had more time and he had more reps and practice reps so they could get used to it. But mm-hmm. I, there were some, oh, absolutely. There were some much different concepts. But there are a couple of plays that we hit that are pretty big that might have been bigger if he looked somewhere else. And that's where I love that the coaching staff has been on him about that. Well, because they, they think he's comfortable enough to handle it. And they're yeah. right. And yeah. they're also correct. Those yeah. reads are out there. Yeah, no, it's true. In the wind, uh, correctly pointed out, because when I went back and watched the game, I saw the play he's talking about. There was a missed read to the seam that would have been a walk-in touchdown. That is true. Yeah, well, there's the, uh, I don't know if he's talking about the goal line possession, but you've got uh, four is wide open wide in the back open, of the end zone. Open, and yeah. he, so the offensive line blows the protection there, but there's still enough time because there is nobody around Jordan Wilson in the end zone. It's an easy touchdown. And even his running touchdown, there might be another option out there. No, I agree. I would tell you the uh, Jordan Wilson play that he missed can you really blame him for not looking to Jordan Wilson? I mean, I'm just I'm asking a question. Can you, you know, really blame him for not looking to Jordan Wilson there? I mean, sometimes as a quarterback, you got to take a you got to gauge and you got to do it very quickly. Is that is that guy going to catch the ball if I throw it to him? Well, there's nobody in the end zone. Well, I'm just saying, my man isn't exactly Jerry Rice out there. He's dropped plenty of very easy and passes. I'm just saying, you are itching for a Jordan Wilson meetup in the parking lot. I'm I'm itching for a Jordan Wilson to take it on down the road, but I will say. He um, he's played marginally better lately. He had a good game against Syracuse two weeks ago. Last week there was a key mm-hmm. MA as uh, as Kenny would call them, yeah. a key yeah. situation. But uh, it's okay. It's all right. It was a third and two. We we needed that third and two in that moment. But that's all right. So he's been better. So Ryan asked this question. I'll answer it when we come back from the break. Are you concerned Georgia is all over Ba and Woody has been visiting? We can't let this offensive line class come apart. I'll answer that next when we look at this class here in a second on a Redemption Thursday. Hope you're well out there. Thanks for tuning in. I'm uh, Jeff. That is Tom. I told you that at the beginning, but I just thought we'd reiterate in case we sounded different. (laughs) It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. 
passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply concerned uga is all over bond and woody has all over Ba and woody has been visiting uh he's talking about uh antavius uh Woody, defensive tackle. Uh, we can't let this OL class come apart. No, I'm with you. Uh, I did think, though, at varying points um, when they had, what was it, six on the, on the line. Uh, I don't mean just on the line as an offensive line, but six verbals from the offensive line. That was a little rich. That seemed like a bit much. It didn't seem realistic that they were going to be able to get all those guys. Uh, one of the guys that certainly has been uh, drawing interest from programs that uh, are playing at a a very high level and recruit at a very high level is Alou Ba. Now, I did, and I the answer is yes, I am concerned. Um, I I think you know you can still you could probably still wrangle four offensive line commits, but you may have to transfer portal in here as well. I don't know. I mean, you, you got to do what you can, obviously. They do have some guys on this line right now that they like, obviously. And there are three guys in particular that we all, I think, can see are guys that moving forward, you're excited about. Maurice Smith, Robert Scott. Uh, he's really just scratching the surface, I think. He's got a long ways to go. He can be a lot better than he's played up to now. But when he's when he's healthy, he's a guy that you feel pretty good about. And then, uh, obviously, you, you, Williams. So you've you've got You've got good players. You got three that you like, and then you've got others that they believe are are going to get there. We'll, we'll see what ends up happening with Schrader. That injury really, you worry, set him back. So. They love him as an interior player. Though, they did. So you got a yeah. solution there. Yeah. So you got. I mean, and then you know it's not ideal to bring in offensive linemen uh, year one and have to play them. That's part of how we've gotten into this predicament where these guys get hurt, they get broken down, because they're playing against grown ass men. These guys have been eaten for for lack of a better term from the Bama table and been on the proper supplements for years. Uh, and then you get there. Think about what you were coming out of high school. I'm just talking about anybody, you know, compared to what you were by the time you were 22 years old. So, you know, it's a, it's a very different deal. I really like what we're seeing out of Darius, though. You know, and if you get Washington and, and Scott back next year, you, you feel okay about the situation at tackle. Maybe Rod Orr is one of those players that develops over the long haul. Yeah, I and know, that's a project indeed. Well, but that's also, if you do what you're supposed to do next week against UMass, we can get a better eval on where Rod Orr and uh, Lloyd Willis both are. You know, because you might have a two-deep at that point next year if those guys continue to develop. And if that's the yeah. case... Then you're adding pieces and you're saying, are you good enough to play now if you're not no big deal, which is what you're talking about. You're setting up the long-term health of the program. trying to get us to where we can yeah. long-term have some damn depth. We never have any depth. When we put guys out there, oftentimes it's too soon. You can break guys that way mentally and physically. The other thing I would tell you is that regardless if we sign four, five offensive linemen, I'd actually bring in 
more than one transfer. Right. Uh, on the offensive line. Well, and that's where, again, it's important. And, and I believe the letter of the law says this. If we have transfers after the fall semester is over, right? At any yeah, point yeah, after yeah, the yeah. fall semester oh, is over. this is what we were talking about the other day. Yeah. You have extra counters for this one year. And what do I mean by counters? People that you could bring in. The, the limit has been 25. 25 new bodies can come in and, and be on scholarship. That's a combination of high school recruits and transfers. Now for this year, the special circumstance, a COVID rule, I suppose, fallout of covid you can have 25 plus seven more if thing. if you lose up to seven players to the transfer market after the fall semester so when guys are, are in the portal a little we, earlier we just had a guy leave yeah. unfortunately that wouldn't count that so count. Yeah. we need our guys to wait hold just wait hold declare in december you're and, free to leave but we, we need you to lead leave in december and we'll get extra counters which could be really critical it could push you from a five and a half win total in Vegas next year to a seven and a half if you get the right guys in the right positions. Yeah, I would tell you that. Um, yeah, throwing numbers at the problem is a good idea. Both of the high school slash transfer portal variety. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing it. Is uh, and and again, it's going to be a while. I think till we have the kind of depth that the good teams in this league have. I think we know that we we've been able to gauge that if you just look at attrition. Uh, you can you can see that what, what's happened. I also saw the point on the chat. Dylan Gibbons, the ACC lineman of the week. I don't know about two years. He's listed as a redshirt junior, so I don't know if that if that shirt had already counted. If it's a super redshirt junior, that's where I sound like Lou Holtz, and I just get confused. But he is not listed <laughs> as a super senior, so you you can have him come back and play interior for you again next season. Do you want to play it? Oh, it's yeah. been a while since we've heard Lou Holtz. One of my boards got erased over here. So what what what? How did that happen? A board got magically erased? I'm not sure that's that, accurate. I, director, are you seeing empty buttons? Thank you. All right, that's all I'm saying. Well, I'll, I'll grab it. I mean, we'll find it. it it's it's, it's not it. that the file is gone. Okay. Damn it, man. Um, yeah, we gotta get we we gotta get organized oh. ourselves. Well, I don't get the slow motion one is great because Oh, the slowed down version is great just because you can hear the utter nonsense that much clearer. I mean, he's not even really saying words uh, for a long stretch of time. Yeah. Uh, it makes the normal sounding one like it's a hamster hamster dance song, though, because you feel like that's too fast. But that the normal one is actually how he said it, and it's just lightning speed. And you could just tell, I mean, they really were. I knew what he was trying to say. We frequently have to do this, unfortunately, with the elderly. Um, I know what you're trying to say. I'll go. We also have to do it with Jimbo Fisher. I know what you're trying to say. All these non sequiturs. Yeah. I got yeah. you, buddy. I know where you're going. You didn't the ellipses that are your friend yeah. if you're a stenographer <laughs> oh, for Jimbo. But it never does get old, that clip. It never does. Well, well I don't get it. I got My man. My man. Uh, he was uh, on, the, uh, on the verge of uh, having the kind of mental lapses that we grew to see more frequently. That yeah, was the cusp. Yeah. That was it right there. We knew we were mm -hmm. like, oh, we're going off here. <laughs> because the Bumblebee speech about USF, that was actually, well, loony, funny, and right. coherent. Oh, there are no aeronautical principles, principles that right. say that the Bumblebee, Bumblebee should, should be, be able, able to fly. fly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we said that in a drier setting. You might have needed an umbrella if you were in front of the camera. Would have been but, tough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Going through that class, though, again, uh, rapidly here. Yes. I don't want to lose those guys either. I especially also don't want to lose, um, you know, th these ends. I mean, I just, uh, you're going to lose some guys, but let's, 
Let's keep the core hey, of what we're doing here. So this week, there was one tweet about Jermaine Johnson that uh, went, you know, FSU Twitter viral about his tape and, and what he grades at and how Mel Kuyper has him at number 25 on the big board. Good player. Well, but that also shows that other defensive ends who might want to come here. Come on, baby. Come on down. Let's go. Look at what we do for you. Look at this guy. We advance your cause. Has he not just 100% lived up to the hype? Man, think about how disappointed you are. And by you, I mean all of us. On a daily basis, like when you anticipate something, whether it's a movie or an album or a book or whatever, very rarely do you walk away from that experience. You read the book, you watch the movie, you listen to the album, and you go, that was everything I thought it was going to be. Man, that was awesome. I couldn't be more pleased. That's the best one yet. That was great. They knocked it out. That's awesome. Never happens. Very rarely. It does happen occasionally. And then when it does, that's why you remember it forever, because it is so infrequent. That dude, we heard a lot of good things about. We heard that he was smart. We heard that he was a leader. We heard that he his work ethic was unquestioned. We learned that he came here for the right reasons, that he made certain assumptions about how he could help this program get turned around. All these pie-in-the-sky, off-season stuff that a lot of times we like to categorize as uh, uh, preseason lies, right? Off-season lies, where we all lie to ourselves about what a guy is going to be. He has been every bit of what they said he could be and would be. And then when I met him and talked to him, I came away even more impressed. I thought, God, if this guy can just play, uh, I love him already. He's, he, he looks the part. He acts the right way in terms of working hard every day for others to follow. You know, all of that was there. And now he's producing. I mean, all the years of me screaming about our ends not being able to consistently get to the damn quarterback. Look at this guy. I love him. Yeah. I, I, you know, he's obviously not going to be a top 10 or top 15. Pick, no. I, I don't think. But he's going to be, you know, first two rounds in the draft. Probably as a pass rusher yes. as long as his resume doesn't drop off. The thing that was satisfying for me just on a selfish level was seeing him in, in spring camp for the first time and going, oh, that's different. Mm. I hope that's actually real, though, and not a function of our offensive line. Like, I hope that ability right. is, is, and then is you real. That it is, I hope yeah. my eyes are telling me the truth here. And then once we got into the Notre Dame game and, and subsequently after that, it's been, yeah, it's been every bit the legitimate threat that you think it should be, that, that I thought back in spring it could be. The one thing I would say, though, not to be a total Debbie Downer, but oh, the pass rush yeah. in recent weeks has been uh, eh, not so hot, especially against a North Carolina offensive line that's not great. Yeah, it hasn't been great. I do, I will say the one sack you got, uh, Jermaine Johnson, following back to the ball. and The best Sam part Howell was got decluded. that was a ball-don't-lie moment because they got out of a nonsense uh, forward progress whistle sack Correct. the previous play, and I forget what they called, hands to the face or something? Like They yes, made up a call. He, they called hands to the face, which it wasn't. He had his jersey, yeah. and he just was holding it. Yeah. No, they yeah. made up a call. Yeah. There's no way that you could watch that and think hands to the face. His head didn't even move back. No, the whole thing is, well, listen, we're dealing with ACC ass. It's just sorry officiating every week. I don't want to go down that road because we'll be here hour and a half talking about this same thing but ball don't lie eh. i'll bet sam howell's ribs wish that they called it a sack of play earlier it was a glorious moment i loved it and let's see uh some more of it i'd love to you know i mean listen this is a um it's a team right now that's in our good graces they've cut way down on the penalties right. they've played smart they've mm -hmm. played hard they've been physically much better the last two games two and a half games okay all right, let's keep this rolling. Baby. For being two and four, this is about as positive as it's going to get because you get two bad, you get two wins, a bye week, and then UMass. So you got a month of being relatively okay with things.
That's kind of nice. If you've ever wondered about uh, Orange Theory's workouts, you know this. Uh, no matter the time of the year, no matter when it is that you work up the uh, the guts to say, I'm going to give it a try. I may be intimidated. I may be uh, a little overwhelmed. Maybe you even think to yourself, I'm out of shape. That's okay. Listen, they'll work with you no matter what you're at, what level of fitness you're at. And your first workout, your first class is always free. So if you want to give it a shot, if you just want to see what it's about and you want to go in there, Get in there and get it. Get after a workout. You'll see what I'm talking about, and it's a it's a good feeling. It's a great feeling. In fact, there's nothing better. They even have that on the wall there inside of Orange Theory Fitness about the nothing feels better than a finished workout. It's true. It, it's, it you know sets up your day perfectly. So if you just want to give it a try, and maybe you've been intimidated because when you walk by there, sometimes I can see where people would look in and be like, mm, I don't know. But once you get in there, you find out it's not intimidating at all, and you really get the family vibe, the feel that everybody's rooting for you, and really also, frankly, they're concerned with their own situation so nobody's staring at you in the wrong way or anything like that whatever level of fitness you're at get started orange theory fitness orange theory fitness.com there's two orange theories in town uh, if you want to, to know more hit me up and i'll, I'll give you the i can tell you that just personally even from going back and playing sports pick up ball in the summers or whatever when you're playing a game it's the same thing as a workout when you are so tired that you're basically a chalk outline mm. It's the greatest feeling in the world. Like it, for the first two minutes you're like oh why did i do this yeah and then the next 10 oh, you're just like awesome. whoo that was great. I yeah. think I might have generated an insight or two while I was doing this <laughs> workout. I think you figured something out about the interconnectedness of the world, the universe, in fact, all while running. That's pretty <laughs> much it. Kind of true. It's Jeff Cambridge Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Not the one you and I want. Yeah, I looked at it. I looked at it. Come on, meat. What is this thing going to get done? Let's go. Pensacola. FSU, LSU. We've been waiting forever. Or Biloxi for Ole Miss. Biloxi would be, yes, yes, I'm in. Uh, All right. Season begins in February, obviously. So uh, that's right around the corner. We'll be here before you know it. That's not terribly far away. It's not. James Madison, Jacksonville, Samford, Mercer, then the cool series I was talking about. Cal's coming to town, buddy. That's cool. That is cool. California, come on down, Cal. I've been to that Cal campus. I told you that. Walked the campus, went over to the baseball stadium, walked on their football field. Did you run down the football field? I did run down that football field. You know, that's what I'm <laughs> doing. I, I have to. Yeah. I had a good time. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast. My buddy, David Mouton. I wonder if he'll be coming to town to uh, to do the play-by-play for them. I know he does basketball. I don't know if he does their baseball or not. He does good work. The idea of uh, you doing your, your signature. Moulton, David Moulton. I, I called him Mouton. Yeah. He, uh, he was on NFL radio recently. I heard him. Well, you know, he's... Uh, Troy Aikman's right hand man, and he, yep. he's yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he's so, in the booth. Yeah, he's handling Troy when he was uh, weeping over Jimmy Johnson last year. He was right there for him. That was a really cool moment. It was. Yeah, yeah but was. David was a shoulder to cry on. Yep. There's something that needs to be rectified this weekend, sir. It involves your front lawn, the Cameron rug. And I can't believe I haven't done this. I, well, we've won twice. I know. What am I doing? These apricots aren't going to eat themselves. That's correct. And I've got to sit on the damn rug and do some serious catching up on the apricot eating and so we can celebrate properly. I don't know how I have. I even said something to Christy about it. And she goes, where is the damn rug? And I go, oh, well, you didn't throw the rug away. I mean, some poor sap worked awfully hard knitting this rug for me. There's a penthouse downtown that's used for session. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's, yeah. uh, no, so it's... um. It's in the closet, all wound up tightly, and you know, she figured it'd never see the light of day again after I got it. Oh, it will. Oh, it's going to. Maybe I'll put it over the fireplace. It took an 0-4 start to bring that thing out. Yeah. 
Florida, uh, so Florida Gulf Coast in Wake, then Florida, Bethune, Cookman, NC State, UCF, Duke. Uh, then we're on the road to Florida. Notre Dame comes to town. Actually, if you look at the, the, the home slate, if you want to get excited about something, Louisville comes to town. Notre Dame comes to town. Miami comes to town. Obviously, you've got a game against Florida here. You've got that Cal series as well. A lot of really good home series. Um, I thought I heard TCU is part of the schedule. TCU, as well. that's correct. TCU is also on here. That is right. That's late in the year. That's in April. Oh, won't that be nice? Ooh, that could little be implications. FFU, TCU, little RPI. Oh, buddy. Yeah. So there's that aspect. I know we're smack dab in the middle of football season and people are not uh, wanting to start talking about baseball, but the schedule comes out. You got to mention it. And then the other thing is, I do like that here on warchant.com, we're able to now produce. Because there's actual substance, there's something happening. A basketball article today, Corey Clark wrote. Yep. I saw that as well. So um, Hamilton saying he's not worried about uh, about the respect is the quote that leads the way here. Um, he said, we don't really worry that much about respect. Respect is something that you earn. And when you're in a conference with as rich tradition as the ACC, programs program have 70, 80 years of successful tradition exposure like the programs in our league have enjoyed over the years, it's very difficult for us to expect to make up the ground of those 75 to 80 years of success. So that's why we call ourselves the New Bloods. And our players uh, said, we're not going anywhere. Maybe we're not as well-known. Maybe. I really don't know because we don't try to measure ourselves that way. I think they are known by now, though. I don't think... The program is. The roster isn't. But that's college basketball in general. No, There's so much turnover. Knows. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, How yeah. long can we use the New Bloods moniker? Like forever? Or is that going to have a shelf well, life of about this, another year or two? You know, if you go to three straight sweet 16s and they have, yeah, uh, I don't know that you can use it much longer. I mean, you're a perennial power in the sweet 16. Yeah. I do have this vision, though, of, of the conductor. And we, we need a shirt. We've got to do some merch for a basketball season. But it's the New Blood Railroad. That's where the tournament <laughs> train's on. I mean, you could really play around with some of these oh, these images, man. and All we've right. got ourselves a T-shirt, or maybe it's a nice little uh, sweater vest or something, you know, or, or a sweater. Like, I'd like the sweater vest. Basketball, you know I pull off sweater vests better yeah, than most. Basketball yes. season yeah. is sweater weather here in Tallahassee. That is true. Oh, and I love it. I can't wait for it. We'll have a great time. See, this was all those years ago. This was the vision. Now, I could not have known that in the midst of the basketball program rising to prominence, winning significant games, becoming, in fact, a program of great significance, spoken of fondly by all across this great nation, that at some point, Tom, that would happen while football fell on its face and became one of the bottom dwellers in this sorry-ass conference. I did not think that that would, that would be the transition. I'll focus on the positive, sir. And the positive is now that you've re uh, released the baseball schedule to the masses on mm -hmm. Warchant TV, mm -hmm. yeah. that one thing I like to do at least once a year is park over by baseball, walk to the basketball game at noon, if the schedule allows, if yes. it lines up. Yeah, walk to the basketball game at, at noon, and then once we're done covering that or whatever it is, entertaining, come back to baseball and enjoy that. Just a day over there on campus, and it's day. filled with sports. With good weather. Hey, and you know... And one time for the Syracuse Nooner, I, I went to watch us play Alabama in softball, and we were in the garage watching that at, to finish off the day, which yeah. is fantastic as well. Now, I will say, yeah, being on the top up there, that's fine. That's doable. Oh, yeah. The rest of that walking around the garage thing is awful. People tailgate in there for football. I see people like in the in the bowels. What are, oh, we, no. what are we doing, man? But you get there either if you're at the front of it. So, mm. obviously, you need to be, yeah. to be able to see the field, yeah, can't see the field or, or the top level. Yeah, that's nice, especially when the weather's good. A little breeze, A little crisp breeze, in the air. A little, a little cooler. Ooh, 
Maybe there's a triple header one day we can schedule. You know, I can tell I'm getting old because when we talk about these tailgating experiences and the places that you're going to go and where you're watching the game from and all that stuff, you know what? It occurs to me, and I've needed to do this for the last several months, and I haven't done it, and uh, and you bringing it up now has got me thinking about it, which I may obsess until I do it this weekend, is I need a new chair. And normally, say you're 20 years old, you don't think anything about chairs. Like a desk Why would chair? You? No, no, a chair in which you sit outside and watch oh, yeah. events. Yep. Those chairs are vital. You got to have a good chair. Yeah. And I see people at my son's baseball game all the time in infinitely superior chairs to mm -hmm. mine. I've got the sorry ass chair that one picks up at, uh, say, uh, Dick's Sporting Goods or whatever. That's just your standard run of the mill. Uh, what's the other sporting goods store? The uh, <laughs> Academy. Academy. Yeah, like certainly yeah. not Sports Authority, sir. Yeah, you'd just, be dating yourself. Yeah, the, the, when, you know. So I just I'll grab one of those like ten dollar jobbers. That that's not what you do. Yep. I've learned the deal. Well, you could go to those same places and get better chairs. You I, know I, I, like yeah. they have degrees yeah. of chair. The ones that we have are from one of those two places that you mentioned, and they were like eighty bucks a pop. In fact, the animals still have one of mine. It uh, it oh. was left because they didn't have enough spaces for. It was a rainy day. And so we said, all right, you can keep it. Mm. But it, it made it through the offseason, unfortunately. But you're right. A good tailgating chair is a good chair. They now make chairs that are uh, that are rockers. They're outdoor rockers. Oh, you're going to get a, a – come on, man. I'm going to get a rocker. You didn't turn 60. No, no. But they're cool. Like, they, you can they, – they can they can serve both as just a normal outdoor chair that you – but if they have this other little device. You, like, flip the switch and you can rock it. You can rock it. I like rocking. I like rocking chair victories. Uh, yes, I, I, I enjoy those, but I, just, I don't know about a rocking chair. I want chair. a rocker while I'm watching baseball. It'd be great. Is that what's happened to everybody from that era? They, they were singing, I want a rock at one point. Yeah, I, was, now I want a rocker. I want a rocker. That's, now a, you that's want a, commercial. Want, it's going to happen. I, it probably will, unfortunately. But I do. I want a rocker. I saw this woman the other night at the baseball game. I'm not describing this properly. It doesn't have like the arc at the bottom. Oh, okay. No, it's All not right. like that, Tom. Instead, um, it's it's got a, a like a hydro like a, it's just I have to show it to you I don't know I'm not describing you have it. to see it to believe it no it's not that kind of technology you're not like my God they they sent William Shatner to the moon no it's not that <laughs> by the way he's ninety yeah and I saw him step out of the the little spacey thing yesterday and my man looks great I know he wears a wig and he's the original wig guy he looks it's a fantastic. sleep apnea device it's crazy hour number two forthcoming stay with.